Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 9th of August 2022. The time is 20.33, and it is Tuesday. Now, today we are going to be uh, talking about uh, Mother Nature. Um, what can we, or how can we benefit uh, from uh, being outside instead of being in front of our television, in front of our screen? Well, of course, if you take the picture that I have just uh, put up here on the screen, you can see that uh, it was uh, a good, beautiful day uh, filled with uh, sunshine. And I took this picture because of uh, me illustrating or trying to illustrate a point. Uh, the point being that almost every person on the planet will find this uh, picture uh, sort of attractive, uh, sort of appealing. Why? Well, because it is a glimpse of um, a summer that has passed by, but also a glimpse of a spring, of a, a stream of water, so to speak, with trees around it. Um, and Although it is muddy, muddy the water, we do not know what is in it, uh, I can guarantee you that it's uh, filled with life, uh, filled with uh, fish and uh, uh, filled with uh, all sorts of life, um, frogs also, of course. So this uh, life, this uh, joy of life, you could call it, when you really start to uh, study and focus what is in this uh, stream, what is in uh, this piece of nature, then you get a sense of enjoyment inside. I have done this many times, and I can say that Yes, I enjoy talking to other people. Yes, I enjoy their company. But I cannot really explain how much joy I get from just being outside, uh, not thinking and caring about anything besides just being there for the moment, being or living right here, right now. And this is what we are going to talk about in this podcast today. Living uh, for the moment or living in the moment, you could also call it. Because a lot of people are living other people's lives. They constantly worry and think about other people on the internet. They try to, uh, if they cannot live their life, they try to... Uh, talk badly about them. They try to, as good as they can, justify themselves because they are not living the life that they want. Uh, and they see other people living the life that they want. The problem becomes um, that in your mind's eye, you think that uh, by using up your time, your valuable time, uh, but on the internet, uh, maybe even on, uh, God forbid it, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of that crap, then you think you get something out of life. But I'm here to tell you, you get nothing out of it. Uh, basically, only bad and negative thoughts. So, 
why occupy our mind with it? Yes, because it's addictive, I know. But um, as any addiction goes, you can actually fight it off. I have for many years, many years ago, been a smoker. I smoked pipe, I smoked pipe tobacco. And of course, it was difficult to say no to it. But uh, my willpower, the power to um, to fight off this, uh, uh, this not disease, but uh, this addiction, it got me to think about other addictions in my life also, once I had conquered this addiction. And the addiction to always be on the screen, looking at the screen, can also also get the better of me. And I thought, well, why can, or how can I spend as little time as possible on the screen? I'm under, currently under education as a blacksmith, so I could take more work than I usually am. We have, I believe, 37 hours uh, we have to go to work, but I could take uh, one or two hours every day and work these hours instead. Then I could also meditate, but I could also start uh, drawing and trying to be a a good uh, illustrator, draw as possible, or painting, and anything to get me simply just two or three hours away from the screen, I have found very beneficial. And of course, I hope you are going to find it beneficial too. But the reason why I make these podcasts is also to point the finger in the right direction, in the direction to everlasting life, love, and happiness. What I mean by that is... And you have to excuse me <clears throat> because I had some hot, uh, very hot chilies today on my pizza. So uh, maybe I have some uh, in my stomach, so you, <laughs> if you can hear it. But uh, besides that, um, when you really think and care about yourself, you first and foremost come to conclu- a conclusion that <clears throat> you are using up your time in the most uh, non-profitable way, so to speak. And I'm not talking simply just money, but I am also talking about your well-being. Because the thoughts that we put into our mind, uh, many times it comes from somewhere. Many times it comes from the screen, of course. It comes from what uh, society wants us to discuss and talk about. It comes from what you learn in school, uh, what you learn in the universities, and uh, what you uh, are taught in your education system and also in what is considered right in society, it makes, uh, I believe, your yourself hopelessly entangled in this uh, garbage from the garbage can. This is not only when I talk about garbage from the garbage can. Violent video games and violent movies and movies who portray people's bad and negative behaviors are something that we can allow ourselves to be entertained by. 
and also the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also the mainstream media, it is basically the whole package that we have to say no to, or at least keep our distance from, keep it to a minimum, so to speak. Always keep in mind that the whole world is in the evil's power. What does that mean? Well, that means that he can influence us only by what he owns, so to speak. He does not own Jehovah God, the Almighty One. He does not own Jehovah God's Word, the Bible. He does not own your mind, but he can lure you in. He can deceive you. He can try as good as he can, and he has have a lot of years on his side, thousands of years on his side, to fool people into believing that this is okay to entertain yourself with, this is okay to have as your belief system. So what might that be? Well, it might be political, that you think that your politician is there for your benefit. I'm sorry, I have to uh, strain myself from not laughing very loud. Uh, or the secret societies behind them, or the mainstream media that constantly is lying to you. Um, you see that uh, Satan and his demons are trying as good as they can to fool you into believing that they know the way to a happy and content life, which is really a lie. So when when people are um, claiming that they can talk to the dead, that they can read uh, tarot cards, that they can read the stars, that they can uh, somehow get in touch with the spiritual world, uh, regardless of you take ayahuasca or what you take, then it should come with a big warning sign because it has any, not anything to do with Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And of course, if you pursue this path, you are going to eventually get in contact with uh, Satan and his demons. I, I will highly suggest you <laughs> do not do that because they are not uh, very pleasing to <laughs> be under. On the contrary, they would love for people to die in agony. They like it when people uh, suffer emotionally, uh, spiritually, or uh, even physically. So we have to, when the Bible says in uh, Psalm 11:5 that Jehovah God hates anyone who loves violence, we have to stay away from anything that has to do with violence. Now, this is a big one, because, as you might have <laughs> been aware of, the whole world is in the evil's power, and he uses violence mixed with sex to lure you in, especially, of course, uh, the men, but also a lot of women are drawn into this macabre or uh, evil way of thinking. Then we can actually 
almost like staying away from Jehovah God, or we can make him stay away from us, and eventually also he's going to punish us because we maybe refused to alter our ways. Uh, you might remember uh, in Noah's days where Jehovah God saw on earth uh, that the entire inhabited earth, all uh, all humans' thoughts were evil all day long. And that means that I'm sorry, you had there's a bird outside that won't stop. Shut up. Uh, but and that means that uh, it can happen again. That people's minds can be altered so much so that God has no choice but to interfere in the conditions on on earth and eventually wipe people out that refuses to enter or alter their mind. It's basically loving kindness versus the evil in us humans. We cannot have a, a foot in each, each camp, so we have to choose. So when we choose... Do we really choose in favor of Jehovah God, the Almighty One? Because He loves us very much. He wants us to get in contact with Him. He wants us to have a good and wholesome relationship with Him. But the only way we are going to get that is by reading the Bible, but also asking ourselves some serious questions. Because the Bible is a guidance or guideline to Jehovah God. And we can see time and time again that he loves people who show love and compassion and kindness that are not prone to violence. And of course you might disagree, <clears throat> but I could say that when the stories uh, occurs in the Bible, They are true stories of real human beings that have been alive and have worshipped Jehovah God. You might remember that a lot of the stories circle around women that deceive men to stop worshipping Jehovah God. And in that process, they start doing evil things in the eyes of Jehovah God. So it's very easy for people in the Bible, to leave Jehovah God. It's very difficult to stay firm. So, <clears throat> when you read the Bible, as I did yesterday, and I'm also going to do today, the question becomes, what can we do to allow our mind, soul, power, every fiber in our being to tune ourselves into the radio station of Jehovah God. Well, we have to say no to what Jehovah God hates. And of course, we know when we read the Bible, <clears throat> especially the Ten Commandments, but also uh, the teachings of His one begotten Son, Jesus Christ, we know exactly the mindset of Jehovah God. We can read the Merciful Samaritan and see and say to ourselves, yes, I am like the Merciful Samaritan. But really, are you really that? When you really am honest about yourself, are you really a person who 
went out of his way or her way to show this special kind of love and kindness that the merciful Samaritan did. Of course, <clears throat> a lot of people will disagree with me, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is that now is the time to purify your mind. Now is the time to start uh, analyzing what you put through your eyes and ears and start sorting things out, so to speak. And that means you have to take it very seriously because Jehovah God takes it very seriously. Of course, we are created with a free will, so we decide for ourselves uh, what we want to participate in, uh, what we want to achieve in life. If we want to achieve money and riches, that's fine, but we might remember the saying that it's uh, easier for a camel to enter into or through an eye of a needle than it is to a rich man to enter into the kingdom of Jehovah God in heaven. So why is that? Well, of course, when people pursue riches and fame in this life, they remove themselves from, or many times remove themselves from, showing love and compassion and kindness for other people for their fellow human beings. They start to see them as peasants. They start to see them as inferior beings. And of course, we remember Jehovah God saying that every human being has equally valuable to him. So you also might remember Jesus saying, well, if a person with gold rings comes into your congregation and a poor man comes into your congregation, you automatically are favoring the man with the gold rings and putting him in front and telling to the poor man, you can sit away from us because we do not really want you here. So, so that mindset can actually get us away from Jehovah God. It's, the Bible is really simple. But it's also a way for us to divide ourselves up or divide our spirits or our entire being up into good and evil. It tells us what we really are about. And when the Bible splits us into these two sections, then we can start molding ourselves uh, to become a more beautiful human being in the eyes of Jehovah God. So how do we do that? Well, we of course read the Bible, we try to understand the Bible, but also try to understand what is it that Jehovah God wants us to uh, learn from this and how can we implement it in our own life? How can we implement it in our own personality? Because we are a work in progress. We, of course, decide who are going to work on us, but we cannot have a foot in each camp. 
So we have to decide. Do we want to allow love and kindness and eventually, of course, Jehovah God and His Holy Spirit to enter our life? Then we have to refuse and say no to what Jehovah God hates. Of course, I could sum up what Jehovah God hates and you can just say no to it very simply. He does not like when people are killing off their uh, young children, even in the womb. He does not like when people are watching pornography. He actually hates that. He does not like when people try as good as they can to say to themselves that it is okay to watch violence and violent video games and participate in violence. That is not something that Jehovah God is authorizing. And of course, he wants our mindset to change. But it's very difficult when people are basically born into, I will not say worshipping of Satan and his demons, but it's worshipping of uh, that, that what is not Jehovah God. And that Jehovah God only approves of humans that really care about their fellow human beings and care about how that person is thinking about his fellow human beings. So it is because the thoughts are the first thing that occur before we take action. That's why it's very important for us to purify our mind. Meditation is a good thing because when you meditate a half an hour to an hour every day, you are going to be aware of what thoughts are really occurring in your mind and then you can start asking yourself these questions, where does these thoughts come from and how can I mold them uh, into becoming a more loving and caring and kind person instead of a person who thinks poorly about their fellow human being. So, very simply put, we have to stay away from anything that has to do with violence, also uh, bad speech, uh, you could call it dirty talk, but also you could call it uh, talk where you are talking badly about other people behind their back or writing it in forums. You have to be very aware of people not getting to you emotionally. What I mean by that is a lot of people out there are trying their best to have an impact on you emotionally because they know if they have an impact emotionally on you, of course, now they have power over you because they can decide your emotions and then they have a hold over you. That is why it's very important. I'm not saying you have to be emotionless, of course not, but you have to be aware of the fact that people who are not worshipping Jehovah God, looking in the Bible every day, they tend to have their minds molded by Satan and his demons. And in that process, it can be difficult for you to have a close and dear relationship with a person who are not um, constantly thinking and caring about 
what can I do uh, for me personally to have a better relationship with Jehovah God? Bad company destroys good habits, as the Bible says. So it's very important for us not to destroy our good habits of constantly thinking and caring about others, showing love and kindness, being there for others, and talking positively about our fellow human beings. This is what we have to uh, constantly be thinking about and being aware of, because just deviating a little bit from it, we know, I, or at least I do, that when I deviate a little bit from it, I get a sting from my conscience, uh, telling me that was wrong of you, Kenneth. You have to keep your tongue at bay, so to speak. You have to keep your thoughts at bay so that the thoughts and the mind and the tongue becomes one and that you only talk positively about your fellow human beings. Of course, when you listen to my podcast, I talk very badly about politicians and uh, people behind them, of course. And of course, uh, I had <laughs> made a video called uh, Camps in Denmark, where I explain uh, in great detail and also show you the documentations uh, where uh, the next time we are going to go under this disease, again, we are going to experience police and military knocking on people's doors and taking them away to these, what do you call them, if I translate it, quarantine camps, PDF, you can look it up yourself, quarantine camps, PDF, and try and see if you can find in your own country, uh, these um, uh, documentations from the government that is actually your proof that your government is screwing you over and is making the same thing that they did uh, during, you know, you remember under World War II and in Germany. So that is why I am talking very badly about people who are very close to Satan and his demons because I know that they are up to no good. They want total power over people. They want a dictatorship like the ones in North Korea, like the one in China. So that is why I'm talking very badly about it. Uh, you have to be aware of the fact that these people are constantly lying and deceiving you, constantly feeding you with bad information, bad topics to talk about, so that you divide yourself up, um, you divide women and men up, black and white up, you divide the general population. This is, of course, the ultra-rich, the families behind it all, uh, the secret societies that do this on purpose, so that you can never, ever have a a thought of your own, so to speak. That is why I say to you, stop watching that garbage. Stop, stop watching the garbage from the garbage can. Say no to it. Start reading the Bible. You can download it for free, jw.org, and start using Jehovah God's name in your life. 
and closing your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ so you recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, because it is through his sacrifice that when we die, we get a resurrection again. And this resurrection is also very important because the the kind of resurrection that we are getting, um, I believe, is the kind of person that we were in this life. So if you were a person who tried, as good as he or she could, to have a good and personal relationship with Jehovah God, when you die and get a resurrection, you are also going to have this close and dear relationship with Jehovah God. Of course, all the rest of the people on planet Earth that have died up to until that time is also going to receive a resurrection, but maybe they are not so close to Jehovah God, so they have a further distance to him. They have a lot of work to do, so to speak. So why not put in the effort, the work today? Why not purify our mind today? Why not start saying no to garbage from the garbage can, to things that can occupy our mind and pull us away from Jehovah God, the Almighty One. So let's just dive in. Let's take a deep dive. We uh, are going to talk about uh, what Matthew is all about. Um, We have um, the birth of Jesus, we have the astrologies, we have Sermon on the Mount. And I can actually, and of course, devil tempts uh, Jesus before the Sermon on the Mount. And of course, I could also read out loud the Sermon on the Mount. I actually believe I'm going to do that because it's very important, um, almost like a holy scripture. Of course, the entire book of the Bible is holy scripture, but this is probably one of the most important scriptures that you can read or chapters that you can read, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Because it summons up exactly how Jehovah God sees us humans and how he wants us to interact with each other, how he wants us to be uh, to each other. So let's read out loud. It says here, When he saw the crowd, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and began teaching them, saying, Happy are those conscious of their spiritual needs, since the kingdom of the heavens belong to them. Happy are those who mourn, since they will be comforted. Happy are the mild-tempered, since they will inherit the earth. Happy are those hungering and thirsting for righteousness, since they will be filled. Happy are the merciful, since they will be shown mercy. Happy are the pure in heart, since they will will see God. Happy are the peacemakers, since they will be called sons of God. Happy are those who have been persecuted for righteousness' sakes, since the kingdom of the heavens belong to them. Happy are you when people reproach you and persecute you and lyingly say everything sort of wicked thing against you for my sake. Rejoice and be overjoyed, since your reward is great in the heavens, 
for in that way they persecuted the prophets prior to you. You are the salts of the earth, but if the salt loses its strength, how will its saltiness be restored? It is no longer usable for anything except to be thrown outside to be trampled on by men. You are the light of the world. A city cannot be cannot be hid under when located on a mountain. People light a lamp and set it not under a basket but on the lampstand, and it shines on all those in the house. Likewise, let your light shine before men, so that they may see your fine works and give glory to your Father who is in the heavens. Do not think I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. Truly I say to you that sooner would heaven and earth pass away than for one stroke of a letter to pass away from the law until all things take place. However, therefore, break breaks one of these least commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in relation to the kingdom of the heavens. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in relation to the kingdom of the heavens. For I say to you that if your righteousness does not surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter into the kingdoms of the heavens. You heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You must not murder, but whoever commits a murder will be accountable to the court of justice. However, I say to you that everyone who continues wrathfully with his brother will be accountable to the courts of justice, and whoever addresses his brother with an unspeakable word of contempt will be accountable to the supreme court, whereas whoever says, You despicable fool, will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. If then you are bringing your gift to the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar and go away. First make your peace with your brother and then come back and offer your gift. Be quick to settle matters with your legal opponent while you are with him on the way there so that somehow the opponent may not turn you over to the judge and the judge to the court attendant and you get thrown into prison. I say to you for a fact, you will certainly not come out of there until you have paid over your last small coin. You heard that it was said, you must not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who keeps on looking at a woman so as to have a passion for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If now your right eye is making you stumble, tear it out and throw it away from you. For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be pitched into Gehenna. Also, if your right hand is making you stumble, cut it off and throw it away from you, for it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to land in Gehenna. Moreover, it was said, Whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. 
However, I say to you that everyone divorcing his wife except on account of sexual immorality makes her a subject for adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you must not swear without performing, but you must pay your vows to Jehovah. However, I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heavens, for it is God's throne, nor by earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, since you cannot turn one hair white or black. Just let your word yes mean yes, your no, no, for what goes beyond these is from the wicked one. You heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. However, I say to you, do not resist the one who is wicked, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other also to him. To him. And if a person wants to take you to court and get possessions of your inner garment, let him also have your outer garment. And if someone in authority compels you into service for a mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one asking you, and do not turn away from one who wants to borrow from you. You heard that it was said, You must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. However, I say to you, continue to love your enemies and to pray for those who persecute you, so that you may prove yourself sons of your Father who is in the heavens, since he makes his sun rise on both the wicked and the good and makes it rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those loving you, what reward do you have? Are not also the tax collectors doing the same thing? And if you greet your brother only, what extraordinary thing are you doing? Are not also the people of the nations doing the same thing? You must accordingly, you must accordingly be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Chapter number 6 Take care not to practice your righteousness in front of men, to be noticed by them. Otherwise you will have no reward with your Father who is in the heavens. So when you make gifts of mercy, do not blow a trumpet ahead of you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be glorified by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when making gifts of mercy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your gifts of mercy may be in secret. Then your Father who looks on in secret will repay you. Also, when you pray, do not act like the hypocrites, for they like to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the main street to be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your private room, and after shutting your door, Pray to your father who is in secret. Then your father who looks on in secret will repay you. When praying, do not say the same thing over and over again as the people of the nations do, for they imagine they will get a hearing for their use of many words. So do not be like them, for your father knows what you need even before you ask him.
you must pray then this way. Our Father in the heavens, let your name be sanctified. Let your kingdom come. Let your will take place as in heavens also on earth. Give us today our bread for this day. And forgive us our debt as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the wicked one. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Whereas, if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. When you fast, stop becoming sad-faced like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so they may appear to men to be fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when fasting, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting to men, but only to your Father who is in secret. Then your Father who looks on in secret will repay you. Stop storing up for yourself treasures on the earth, where where moth and rust consumes, and where thieves break in and steal. Rather, store up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth or rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasures is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If then your eye is focused, your whole body will be bright. But if your eye is envious, your whole body will be dark, If the light that is in you is really darkness, if the light that is in you is really darkness, how great that darkness is. No one can slave for two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stick to the one and despise the other. You cannot slave for God and for riches. On this account I say to you, stop being anxious about your lives as to what you will eat or what you will drink or about your bodies as to what you will wear. Does not life mean more than food and the body than clothing? Observe intensely the birds of heavens. They do not sow seeds or reap or gather into storehouses, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than they are? Who of you, by being anxious, can add one cubic to his lifespan? Also, why are you anxious about clothing? Take a lesson from the lilies of the field, how they grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. But I tell you that not even Solomon, in all his glory, was arrayed as one of these. Now if this is how God God clothes the vegetations of the field that is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much rather clothe you, you with little faith? So never be anxious and say, what are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear? For all these are the things the nations are eagerly pursuing. Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Keep on then seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. So never be anxious about the next day, for the next day will have its own anxieties. Each day have enough of its own troubles.
Chapter number seven. Stop judging, that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you are judging, you will be judged. And with the measure that you are measuring out, they will measure out to you. Why then do you look at the straw in your straw in your brother's eye, but do not notice the rafter in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Allow me to remove the straw from your eye, when look, a rafter is in your own eye? Hypocrite, first remove the rafter from your own eye, and then you will see clearly how to remove the straw from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, nor throw your pearls before swine, so that they may never trample them under their feet, and turn around and rip you open. Keep on asking, and it will be given you. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and it will be opened to you. For everyone asking receives, and everyone seeking finds. And to everyone knocking, it will be opened. Indeed, which one of you, if his son asks for bread, will hand him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not hand him a serpent, will he? Therefore, if you, although being wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more so will your Father who is in the heavens give good things to those asking him? All things, therefore, that you want men to do to you, you also must do to them. This is the fact. This, in fact, is what the law and the prophets mean. Go in through the narrow gate, because broad is the gate and spacious is the road leading off into destruction, and many are going in through it. Whereas narrow is the gate and cramped is the road leading off into life, and few are finding it. Be on the watch for false prophets who come to you in sheep's covering, but inside they are ravaging wolves. By their fruits you will recognize them. Never do people gather grapes nor thorns or figs from thistles, do they? Likewise, every good tree produces fine fruit, but every rotten tree produces worthless fruit. A good tree cannot bear worthless fruit, nor can a rotten tree produce fine fruit. Every tree not producing fine fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire, Really then, by their fruits, you will recognize those men. Not everyone saying to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of the heavens, but only the ones doing the will of my Father who is in the heavens will. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and expel demons in your name, and perform many powerful works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does them will be like a discreet man who builds his house on the rock, and the rain poured down, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and lashed against that house, but he did not cave in for it had been founded on the rock. 
Furthermore, everyone hearing these sayings of mine and not doing them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain poured down, and the flood came, and the winds blew and struck against that house, and it caved in, and its collapse was great. When Jesus finished these sayings, the effect was that the crowd were astonished at his way of teaching, for he was teaching them as a person having authority, and not as the scriptures. So, of course, when we allow these words to sink in, when we try as good as we can to make them a part of our life, try to live by them, try to have a foundation on the rock. And of course, I'm not going to say it's easy because narrow is the road, it says here. But you know deep inside that the Bible is right, that Jesus is right, that he is calling you, that he is calling you to his Father, Jehovah God, the Almighty One. So I hope of course that i'm not going to uh, i'm not going to read the because i also had to read out loud exodus number 30 but i'm not going to do that that is going to be for another day because i can see the time is running out uh, from the one hour i have promised myself today to 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 make but here in conclusion i have to say that it is simply not just listening to what Jesus says, but allowing it to enter into our heart and mind, our personality. Allowing it to be part of our personality. Allowing it to form our way of thinking in a way that we know is authorized by Jehovah God, the Almighty One. That is the work we have to do today. That is the job that lies ahead, so that we can narrow things down to this narrow road that we have to take so that we do not become obsolete or be destroyed, as, as Jesus said here. So I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying that the Bible is an easy read because it it forms in us humans decision-making, so to speak. We can decide to ignore the Bible and uh, ignore what Jesus is saying, but that would be foolish of us. We have to take this into heart so that when we are trying to live as good as we can uh, to be um, authorized or to be, what do you call it, another thing of... uh, uh, that Jehovah God wants us as friends and actually needs us as friends because Jehovah God is also reaching out to us and he is actually telling us, here is my hand, if you are doing what is right in my eyes, I am going to allow you to take my hand and then we can go through life not only in this one, but also in the next one, as close friends. And I hope you are going to take the journey with me. I hope you are going to show love and kindness to your fellow human being. I hope that you 
download the Bible from jw.org or any other website for that matter, or buy it yourself, uh, either from one of Jehovah's Witnesses' uh, stands, or you can also get it for free, or uh, a shop nearby, so that you can start the journey yourself. And of course, it's not an easy journey, but it is a journey that I will highly suggest you take because it is going to mean everlasting life, love, and happiness for you and also for me, of course. Because I'm also selfish. I know that if every person on the planet was a loving and caring and kind person that refused to say, uh, that said no to anything that Satanized demons are putting forward, then I will also meet these people that are loving and caring and kind, and that would encourage me even more to show love and kindness to them. But regardless of which person that I meet on my way, I know deep inside I have to um, keep on showing love and kindness so that I can show Jehovah God that I want to be a mild-hearted person, that I am a peacekeeper and a peacemaker so that I can show Jehovah God that I want to be his friend and eventually also, when I die and get a resurrection, I can keep on this beautiful relationship. Because let's face it, we are currently 7.8 billion people on this planet and we come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of the top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of the top of a needle, that's our father and mother. But you could also place that in the head of the top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, I see that as a pretty intelligent maid, therefore I know that there is an intelligent creator behind it all, and I hope that you will join me in the worshiping of Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. It's the 9th of August 2022. The time is 21.27 and it is Tuesday. Bye.